This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Babes Listen. You're joined by your hosts, Nat and Jess. Two fitness professionals from New Zealand authentically talking everything health and wellness. You're welcome. Another week, another fun podcast. Well, that's a lot to live up to. Fun podcasts, not that easy to achieve when you plan on having it fun. I always have fun. Do you? Well, that's good. That's good. Um, I, 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 I can think of uh, only no. I always have fun. <laughs> there was one podcast that I was kind of like that wasn't so fun, but actually after I went and had a cry, came back and it ended up <laughs> being uh, an hilarious uh, podcast. So that's Which always one good. Was that one? Was that the one we did? It's a, a double. double. It's a double. I can't remember what we talked about. I can't remember that, but it's quite you so traumatic. do. You so do. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a fear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, and where uh, it actually wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> but we did, we've talked about this before. We went and had a cry, shook it out, came back, and then, um, I don't know, just kind of lost it and then couldn't really finish the podcast. Probably wasn't Who Nico's was our favorite. Who was that? I was a Nico. Nico, yeah. I'd say oh, that's probably Nico. his least favorite because he's like, I really want to go home and yeah I do remember um him being like just not saying anything but just his face being like are we ever going to finish this yeah and I think he had like an exam coming up or something <laughs> oh and we we're like God. oh I'm so sorry um how's your week been I mean weekend because um well of the week I am the most boring person in the entire world right now I guess so. we only recorded like two three four days ago so you're probably in the same spot well, yeah, so um, still have an infection of the eye, hence the glasses. And um, But I have managed to finish off uh, Sex in the City all six seasons. And that's pretty much it for me. How that's many hours pretty, is that? I haven't worked it out. I'm nervous to work it out. But I'm on to and just like that. And um That'll be the third time that I've watched it. That's okay. You look so chill right now. You've got, like, your jumper, your glasses, your C1 coffee. She's just, like, good to relax, eh? You know what I've wanted to do, honestly? For, Shout out. Yeah, yeah I have same. Been, for a very long time, I have been wanting to do the biggest shout out to Dale at C1 and C1 as a cafe because, gosh, we spend a lot of time there. Yeah, and she's so cool. Have you ever been to C1? What? It's just down the road, man. Yeah, it's literally just down <laughs> um, that corner street. It's, it's a great cafe. Do you know, I um, we bought a coffee machine, and then she said she was worried that I, it might mean that I might not come back as mm-hmm. much. And I was like, nah, that was for Essie. Mm. <laughs> I'm still coming. It's, every time I meet people, I go there. Yeah, it's just an, and also we're not getting paid to say all of this, by the way. No. But um, there is a special connection that we have as a podcast to see one because it came about um, at this cafe. Oh, you mean when we talked about the podcast back in the day? Yeah, I, I forwarded an email. I feel to like Nat. we've had yes, that's right. I feel like we've had a lot of milestones there. Like we absolutely. That's when Jess was like. Oh, I've just been told about, like, I've just been asked about this podcast from, you know, this place called Plains FM. And then that's where it started. And then that's where we both listened to the first episode together, that's cringing yeah. so much. Like, we yeah. wanted to, like, go and 
dig a hole and hop in there for, yeah. for a hot minute because <laughs> we're like how, how come people are listening to this this is awful and now we just don't really care how we sound <laughs> yeah <laughs> the progress we've made so yeah shout out to Dale also Dale is, um, used to be one of my clients and she was so cool and probably probably the strongest client I've ever had I would say let me have a think you yeah, have I reckon, said that before yeah I yeah. think she she was yeah. she is so strong but just doesn't know it she's she's one of those people that has like the strongest mind ever like you'll tell her hey this person got this number um, you should try and beat them and she'll be like I will die beating them <laughs> and wow. she'll just give it like she's so competitive this is the best way to get her going mm. and then she would smash numbers just like that smash mm. smash smash that's quite a that's quite a strength oh yeah her mind is incredibly strong yeah that would be that would be a handy little um skill to have you know sort of tucked away when you need it because she's <laughs> quite because on on the surface this podcast is not about Dale, but on the surface, <laughs> she's very laid back. So oh, I love this chill. kind of, yeah. you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of dark side of being super. Like I'm going to kill you. No, of. I didn't say. No, I didn't say. That's kill not you. what like, you said. No, it's not what I said. I, I said she I'll would, like, die. She would die. I'll die. Okay, trying because from. she'll give her her best. Yeah. Too many um murder don't, don't series. My words. <laughs> um, possibly that's why it's coming to mind. Uh, so, and what about you? Because you had a module over the weekend. So yes, since I did. I last saw you. You've been training some people to teach group fitness. I did, and they were such a great bunch. They were so cool. It's been a while since I've done a module by myself because mm. generally I either have you or Scott or um, somebody from Auckland. Yep. So, um, no, it was actually, it was really great. Like, it was, everybody was so awesome. It was such a good group. They were so supportive of each other. Um, yeah, I was quite tired yesterday because, you know, like, it's a lot of energy. Mm. And do you know what I figured out because we're doing another module? Mm. I'm going to be working 19 days straight. Yes. That's not all good, eh? Hustle. Hustle. <laughs> Hustle, wow. And also, I went out on Friday night to this party. Yes, you did. And then, like, I mean, like, I'm just, I'm doing the wrong thing. I need to, I need to rest more. Well. But it's hard when things are on. Yes. You know what I mean? There's not a huge amount of balance there if you're needing some downtime. And as we learned about Nat from last week, she sits beautifully in the middle of this introversion, extroversion so scale. Boring. No, 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 she's not. She's an ambivert, so she needs a decent amount. Ambivert honestly sounds, sounds so boring. It's the best of both worlds because you can do the alone time, the deep and meaningfuls, and you can do the small talk and the social stuff. So ambivert, is it, why amber? Is it the colour? Is it a colour thing? I don't even like the colour. Um, I don't think it's amber. I think it's ambi, which is Latin for, I don't know. <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> I'll find out next time. Um, but what I did actually in... Um, uh, with this introversion, extroversion thing, is I put out a little poll around what our listeners, oh, followers, kind of yeah. thought um, out of the two of us, who was the most introverted, and I can reveal that most of you I were don't correct. Know. Yeah, what, oh, did they say you were? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, much higher percentage that said that I was, and yes, Did some people say that I was? 
Yep. I voted for your cat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the third option was the cat. And I was like, the cat is definitely introverted. The cats have got no qualms. They're just like, leave me the F alone. Yeah, I think at the very most, cats could be ambivert. I think I've got an ambiverted cat. She likes to chat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Do I um, like to chat a lot then? I think you've got potential to be chatty, yes. Just and then and then she'll kind of go off and do her own thing. So she has a nice sort of balance. Dogs, I would say, on the other hand, Needy, high extroverts, very extrovert, yeah. very, very high extroverts. And I think this is why also the decision for um, our family and me is you know not getting a dog was the best idea because I think it's another mismatch of an extroverted family member with me who's around most of the time as an introvert so it would um, be all good if um if greg was around all the time yeah. though because he would love it yeah definitely but not um needy needy not for me Together. what came out of the podcast uh, a little bit from what we were chatting about was that nat feels a little bit lost <laughs> <laughs> is this what today's topic is about Nat inspired today's podcast topic, which is all about identity. Because you mentioned... That's why you sent me a random little questionnaire on my values. Yep. Because you mentioned (laughs) that uh, you felt a little bit like, when I asked you, do you feel, in what ways do you feel Kiwi? In what ways do you feel French? And then I was like, you know, kind of fill out this questionnaire. It'll show you, you know, if you're introverted or extroverted and stuff. And a big kind of... uh, theme that I got from you is, I don't know, I want to fit into a box. (laughs) I want to know who I am. And I thought, well, you can't be the only one. So let's talk about this a little bit more. So identity. Do you mean some people will be in this? In the same boat, where they're just lost individuals. And we're all oh, now you are not alone. Have you learnt nothing from doing this podcast? Nope. So uh, identity uh, as a definition uh, in terms of like a psychological kind of sense, identity gives you a sense of self. It is a set of traits that distinguishes you from other people because while you might have some things in common with others, no one else has the exact same combination of traits as you. And a trait, uh, just in case you're wondering what that is, is a particular characteristic that can produce a particular type of behaviour. So, for example, if your trait is that you've got a good sense of humour, then your behaviour is going to be that you're probably funny. Mm. Don't they say um, uh, comedians are like some of the most depressed people in the world? (laughs) I don't really know what to do with that. (laughs) Isn't that like a thing? Uh, I have absolutely heard that. Oh, okay. Do you know Essie says that to me all the time? Because you know how everyone's like, you're so funny to Essie. And and then he's like to me, you know, comedians are some of the most depressed people in the world. I'm like, oh, honey, (laughs) come here. Uh, I have absolutely heard it's a coping strategy for pain. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a handy one. (laughs) Isn't it? It's a handy one. Uh, Back to identity, though. (laughs) Um, So your identity gives you a sense of continuity, the feeling that you are the same person you were two years ago and that you'll be the same person two days from now. So the sense of self that kind of goes, no matter what happens, no matter what environment I'm in, I'm going to be a similar person kind of regardless of that. 
I think I do know who I am. I just don't feel like I belong anywhere. Mm. Do you, do you, you are giving that face like, oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it is a little bit. Is like, that the Aww. face? Yeah. <laughs> so you so you struggle with the sense of belonging. No, but like I, I'm okay with that. I just I I just know I don't feel like that's just the nature of. Um, I guess my upbringing, the fact that I that I moved. I mean, how do you how do your kids feel? Have you asked them? Do they feel like they belong? I guess more New Zealand because they were born here, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh no, one of them was born in. No, um, no, no, no. They're both born in New Zealand. Oh. Yep. Um, have you ever asked them? So where they feel I... like they belong more, New Zealand or Ireland? Because how long did they live in Ireland? Seven years. Okay, so that's like around about half their age, right? Yeah, yeah. I um, I have, uh, I haven't sat them down specifically and said, <laughs> you know, do you feel like you belong, and with what, um, you I know, nationality? Like it would be a weird question for you to ask. No, that. it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I'm surprised they haven't asked it already. But um, what I have asked or observed is that I don't know where Oscar's at, the older one now, but I would say for. Until uh, unless it's changed recently, yeah, yeah. he would move back to Dublin. He would oh. absolutely move back to Dublin. So I guess that's his, cool. I his, mean, like he must obviously really enjoyed it. Yeah, he had um, he had an incredible group of friends there that all you know because we moved when he was four, so he yeah. um, went to school with all of them. They were his best mates. They yeah. were a, a really great group of kids. So he didn't love moving to New Zealand. Um, and but Quinn, the younger one, I think he adapted pretty quickly. And I would say he's he's more of your kind of stereotypical Kiwi, you know, lad. So he sort of fits in quite well, <laughs> you know. So also being younger though, when you moved, might have been a little bit easier with making new friends. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and different yeah. personality, I think too. You yeah. know, like um, Quinn's probably a bit more like Greg in that he's quite outgoing and he likes to collect people and. Um, <laughs> You know, whereas Oscar had like a a strong group. (laughs) Collect people. I used to drop Hop on into my bag. <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, like holiday programs for kids. Yeah. So during the school holidays, you know, they might go along to like a sports holiday program or, um, you know, whatever. I when I would drop off um the kids to that, Quinn would be like, I'm just. I'm so excited about the new friends that I'm going to make. And then I pick Aww. him up and he's like, Mom, this is my best friend. <laughs> and I was like, you can, how many How many do you have? And also, it's only been a day. It's quite intense, like, isn't it? Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Needy alert. I loved down. holiday programs when I was younger. Yeah. Do you remember them? What I remember did I did a tennis one for like a maybe two weeks or something and I freaking loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did another one that was like different activities every day or something like kayaking. Yeah, can't remember. Much I know, else like I, I, cool. I think they're great fun. I, I appreciate some people haven't had such a good experience with them or they don't really like it. But I, oh, really? but oh. yeah, I guess the fact that we've both ended up doing quite an active kind of job means mm. that if we were going along to a program where we were being active every day, we probably enjoyed it. Yeah. Whereas if that's not your yeah. thing, you might not. Yeah, that's true. I just remember loving to do things I had never like never done before and, you know, different activities, mm. different um, sports and stuff. Look, we've got friends. What about <laughs> um, what about meeting <laughs> meeting new people? Is that something that kind of you're excited about? Like now or then? Then. I can't or did you go really? with friends? 
No, no. Well, my brother would have been on it. Yeah. I think I just really liked hanging out with my brother. Mm. <laughs> I was annoying, though. That's adorable. Yeah, I think it was annoying for him, though, because I'd always, like, kind of tag along. Mm. And whenever he, I think I've said this on this podcast, whenever he had friends over and stuff, I'd always be like, can I hang out with you? And he's like four years older, you know, yeah. so he's like, oh my God, my little sister is so annoying. It's tough being the youngest sibling for sure. Yeah. But what I will say in parenting is that you're, well, I don't know, in our family. <laughs> is what? I'm... Um, I'm much harder on Oscar than I am on the... Uh, I haven't had... <laughs> they don't listen, don't worry. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Parents are always harder on their first kid. because yeah, you don't know what you're going. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but do- also you're like, I'm going to be strict. And then the second one, you're like, oh, my God, just do what you want. Well, the second one also learns tips and tricks of how to kind of like go under the radar yeah. and, you know, all of that stuff. So it's, a, it's not a bad spot I think to my be brother in. had it way harder than me, for sure. Firstborn. But also, I think because he was older, um, mum was probably a lot um, easier on me because she knew that he would look after me. Like, if uh, you know what I mean? Like, she had yeah. almost, like, a little bit of help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But also, I was very rogue. But we've Were been you? through this. Well, yeah, we have been through that. Let's chat about that a little bit more soon. Because <laughs> what, what I thought we could um, discuss is, in terms of identity... Mm-hmm. how that gets formed, right? Okay. So do you feel like you've got a strong sense of identity? I think so. Okay. Uh, d- define that. Um, what, do you, what do you really mean by that? Because, you know, if it means when you say, do you feel like you belong more in France or New Zealand? And then I'm like, well, I don't, know if you, I don't actually feel like I belong anywhere. I guess you don't, oh, okay, I don't belong anywhere. <laughs> but or when you're like, are you an extrovert or an introvert? And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. And then I do the test and I'm bang in the middle. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I'm like really, but I know, I know my strengths and mm. I know what's important to me. And I know like that values, although yeah. those, that, those values were hard to pick 10 because you had to pick 10, eh? Yeah. And then, and then after that, you had to like pick the priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a lot of those values, I was like, actually, yeah. That, but I ended up narrowing it down. Don't worry. Mm. Spoiler alert. We're going to chat about values in a little bit. Um, okay. So what do you want to go through? Do you want to go so, through how uh, identity is formed? Yeah. So how, how is identity formed? So a psychologists assume that identity formation is a matter of finding oneself. Okay by matching one's talents and potential mm. with available social roles. So society is really important in this one. Okay. So defining oneself within a social world is therefore among one of the most difficult set of choices a person ever makes. So um, three key tasks to uh, form an identity. The first is discovering and developing one's potential. Second is choosing one's purpose in life. That seems very big. That's yeah, that that is scary. And the third is finding opportunities to exercise that potential and purpose. It's quite significant, <laughs> isn't it? It's quite significant. Um but the benefits of having a strong sense of identity is that um uh, it just gives you a much better sense of well-being when you when you know who you are. Yeah. Right. So, um, 
Uh, well, when you know who you are, you're more, I guess, self-assured. Yeah. And confident. Yeah. Do you feel like you know who you are? Um, I think it's, I think it's a, yeah, I think in some ways, yes. And in other ways, like there were some questions to ask yourself yeah. around identity that I've got done here and I thought we could kind of do okay, it together. Do yeah. um, and in that way, I kind of go in some ways, yes. And in some ways, maybe, I not don't know, so maybe not so yeah. much. Yeah. But I feel like that's normal because we're forever evolving. Well, yeah, that's very true, actually. And it wouldn't be healthy, I guess, to just stay stuck no matter what. Yeah, exactly. What. And to be so narrow-minded that you wouldn't look the other way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to ask the questions? Um, so uh, to develop a better sense of self and a better sense of identity, you can ask yourself these five questions. Uh, so the first one is, do I say yes to make others happy? Yes. Okay, you do. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> do you? Um, it Actually, maybe, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're the middle ground gal now. Yeah. <laughs> I might sit in the grey with this today. I think I do in general, but I try yeah. not to. Like, I, I, it's something that I've worked on. Yeah. You know? So when you say you try not to, is it because your sort of, like, first instinct is to say yes to keep someone happy? Yeah. And then afterwards you go, oh, no, remember, this is not what I want to do. I think I'm just aware that I'm more likely to want to please people because I'm more of a people pleaser. But I like I would find it harder to say no than yes. Because you don't want to let people down. Is that the people pleaser thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So um, if you also are someone who says yes a lot to make others happy, uh, it's totally fine to accommodate others sometimes, but if you always agree to what others want, you likely aren't living for yourself. Dun, dun, dun. Defining yourself mostly by relationships with others or your ability to please your loved ones can suggest a less developed sense of self. Oh, there you go. Bloody hell. The thing Therapy. is, though, <laughs> these people are very well liked. Because they always say yes. Exactly, which which is where it's really tricky because that reinforces you, you saying say yes. yes because then you'll be liked. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a vicious um, cycle. That's number one. Number two, what are my strengths? Sense of self depends on not only recognizing your strengths, but also believing in your capabilities to use them to achieve goals. Having a good handle on your talents and maximizing them in your day-to-day -day life often means you have a healthy sense of self. What are your strengths? I was just about to ask you, what do I have to go first? Because ah. <laughs> I've go. got the iPad. And <laughs> um, what are my strengths? Or, do, 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 do. Okay, let me think about it. So I have had feedback that I'm a good listener. So I'll say Do you that, know that you're a good listener, don't okay, you? Okay, all right. Do you know you're a good listener? Um I yes. Um <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I have this thing though, like where um I and I sort of I get I get mocked a little bit. Um, by my husband about it, but I have like a listening face. But it's because if I'm listening to someone, I have to be completely focused on what they're saying. You know, like I'm like, 
like tunnel vision on what you're saying and I'm so intently yeah so I guess yeah. in that way um yes I can I can go into um listen what are my other strengths um your turn let's do one each really yeah you have I'm sure you know your other strengths you've got a lot of empathy empathy oh my god okay I'll tell you my strengths yeah you go um, I think I have a lot of empathy as well. Mm, you do. Which is probably why I see that in you. Yeah. I've got a lot of empathy. I um, I think that opens kind of like other strengths in terms of like the ability to communicate with mm. people and the ability to put people at ease when they feel really awkward or when they don't feel comfortable and things like that. Um, what else? I think I'm very organized. Yeah. Um, but that I guess is why I do what I do. That's the point, though. And I think what I've been told as well is that I tend to be a very positive person. So I tend Aww. to be more happy than not. You know? Do you feel like you are? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm always curious about these people. What? It's not like you've, this is the first time you've met me, no. you absolute weirdo. But just that, na- but for everyone listening who doesn't know you as well, so your natural kind of like set point, if you will, like your natural state of being is you tend to be happy. Yes, but I don't deny that I'm not 100% happy all the time, though. Like I do, and I've talked about but these moments. But your baseline yeah. is higher than I think so. some people. I think so. I think maybe it's happy maybe is the wrong word. I think maybe I'm more positive than, am I? I don't know. Do you believe that things will work out for the best? Not always, no. Mm. I I would say I'm more of a realist. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I don't know. I don't know myself. Didn't we just cover that in the first question? Um, I liked (laughs) what you said about being, the strength, so this this one strength, for example, empathy, that actually allows other things to be quite strong. Yeah, I quite like that. It's sort of like an umbrella trait. I think a strength. lot. Yeah, I think a lot comes under that. Yeah, because with empathy, then uh, you can be a good listener. Um, your communication, yes, you can adapt that much yeah. easier to depending on kind of who your audience is. And that level of sort of understanding and from that, that connection that people feel yeah. towards you as and well. And also attention to detail because you can see where, you know, if somebody, like say if I know you because I know you well, but if mm. something's slightly off, I'll be able to tell just mm. from like one little thing that you might, you know what I mean? Mm. But most pe- most other people might not pick that up mm. even if they do know you, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Uh, the organisation that you mentioned, you are very, very organised, it's true. Um, so boring. So, no, it's not boring, <laughs> it's great. Like, that's great. Um, so, uh, now, do you feel like you're more able to um, indulge that strength or e- express that part of who you are because of your role now? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> as a project manager. Yeah. Yeah, well, because you have to, I mean, being organised is a huge part of it because you can't miss things. Yeah. You know, like you have to you have to be able to um, see, like, every single corner of the project because otherwise if there's a risk mm. that you've missed and they're even accounted for, that could cost a lot of money mm. and create a big fire. So do you feel like your kind of sense of well-being has improved 
I mean, you might not have thought about it and you don't have to answer this, but like if, if that's a strength of yours, you get an environment where you get to um, express that and utilize it. Yeah. Then has that impacted your well-being? Because the opposite can be really detrimental. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Have a think about it. Get back to us next week. <laughs> I don't think I was. I didn't use that strength when I was a personal trainer, though. Mm. Like I think I definitely used that, especially time management, because mm. you're like, you know, you're you're in charge of your um, client's time and your charge out time, mm. which I do now as well mm. in terms of like billing clients. I don't think I wasn't using that skill in my old job. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get back to us. Number three. <laughs> Number three. What brings you happiness? So what helps you relax and enjoy yourself? Uh, these are the questions to ask yourself around, you know, kind of okay, you go figuring out your identity. What hobbies or activities make life meaningful? Sex in the city for Jess. Um, yep. Um, oh, the, uh, uh. How have you written these things down and not thought about it? <laughs> I What I've written down is um, uh, Nat can be the guinea pig. <laughs> Where does it say that? Right here. <laughs> Oh my god, you actually wrote it down? I didn't <laughs> I can't believe Did you really think we're just gonna talk about me this whole time and not you? Ah, oh, this was about supporting you <laughs> getting a greater sense of self. This wasn't is not about a me today. on how lost I am. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay, I'll answer this one. You go what first. brings me happiness. Yeah. Um I mean, hanging out with friends really does. Yeah. Like, I love hanging out with friends. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, that's the reason why we do um, dinners and coffee I think so much. That's why we do the podcast. It's oh, and that. An excuse well. to hang out. <laughs> well, the podcast brings me a lot of happiness, yep. too. Yeah. Um, what else do I enjoy? I enjoy, uh, I enjoy, like, chill time. I really like mm. to just chill out and relax and watch something. I watched all of the um, the Beckham series over the weekend. I have started that. Did you? Yeah. You know what you think. I'm up to episode number three, and it's a little bit Do you know what? Heavy. I, yeah, so I, I started watching it, and I thought it was going to be more about Victoria. I love that. Yeah. But it's not at no, all. It's no. more about David. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's very football heavy. I think you'll be bored. Well, I th- <laughs> episode three, and I'm kind of like... There's only four. <laughs> enough of the football already. You know? Like, Jesus. Do you see traits, your husband's traits in that, though? In the... Because both professional um, sports people? It's interesting, because she was saying... Uh, oh, my God. Do you know what? She's very similar to you because she's like, I still don't like football. Yeah. That, that <laughs> I'm I, like, just like, right? Yeah, that, that I can... <laughs> It's not that I don't like rugby. <laughs> You've literally said that word for word on this podcast. I'm sure of it. Have I? Have you not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, you, so you don't particularly. You don't. You don't. Sorry. Do you want me to? Go, do you want to go back and for us to delete that? Um. No. 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 <laughs> okay. No. Listen. This is about being honest. Honestly, I'm not passionate about rugby. Oh, there you go. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I've yeah. put muddled your words. Yeah. 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 But I did see a lot of you in her. Yeah, absolutely. So when she was saying, you know, I support my husband yeah. and he could be doing anything and I would support that, that, that I connect yeah. with. You know, I, I'm not. And that she's been with him all this time and she's like, 
okay, yeah, fair enough. I, 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 I don't really like football. And I sort of feel similar about rugby. Like, I, I like it's fine. <laughs> like, it's fine. I don't dislike it. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, and... And, yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. And if Greg was a lawyer, I have said this maybe on the podcast before, but if Greg was a lawyer, I wouldn't all of a sudden start reading no, about no, no, no. law. Exactly. And so, I think it's more because it's some people's entertainment and some people's, like, you know, major hobby yeah because and they love it and they love it and they love it and they want to talk about it and they want to talk about it with me and I say I'm really not that I don't say that to them I just nod and smile (sighs) I change the subject honestly and you're like what about me honestly I will I will talk about the weather to change the subject (laughs) and you don't even like I don't even want to talk about the weather (laughs) Mm. Yeah, so, but no, just to let you know, it's really not that much about her. Yeah. It's more about the football career. Yeah, if you if you enjoy football, that um, Netflix series wanna, is absolutely wanna, for you. I want to hear, I want one about her and, like, her fashion brand and, um, like, around that. But know? I but I think, <laughs> um, I think the series is about David. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I yeah, just told yeah, you. Yeah, but and you didn't like, know that when you saw Beckham, you were like, Oh, Beckham. Victoria well, I was Beckham. like, I feel like it would be very um, football. Like, I, I did think it would be very mm. David heavy, but I thought it would be more of like a mi- mixture because it's just their, web- their um, website. <laughs> it's just their surname. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have a website. Um, but, yeah, so your hobbies. So Nat likes to watch football um, series. And what? Hobbies. Stop making shit up all uh, the time. Ho- uh, hobbies and activities. What brings you happiness apart from sex in the city? Um, <laughs> Good oh, fitness oh, when your eye is not sore. When my when I can see group fitness, <laughs> I enjoy. I I love moving to music. That is yes. Uh, I would say I would say that was my very very first passion uh, in my life was. Uh, you know, kind of dance and moving to music. So that's a big one for me. Um, and I love learning about stuff that I'm interested in. So I love so cute. learning about psychology or if I'm interested in something at that time, I really love learning. And you you loved going to the library when you were younger. I still love going to the library. Oh, that's great. Yep, I still <laughs> love, um, I mean. You and Essie should hang out more. Do you think? Yeah, we could absolutely. He loves learning like like you too, and loves yeah, the library. Yeah, loves it. could spend hours in there. Yeah, I just I still think it's a, such an exciting place. Like, imagine this building with that much knowledge. Like, it's mind blowing. It really is. This it yep. really is. Um. Anyway, so that's Moving on. Uh, so the the reason that we're talking about you know sort of the um uh, you know sort of what brings you happiness is that everyone has a few things. And people in life they don't want to change or lose. And identifying these important people and pursuits can tell you a lot about yourself. Uh, Number four, what are my values? This is the quiz I got you to do. Do I live my life accordingly? Okay, so living um, uh, according to what your values are. So an awareness of personal values can go a long way toward outlining your sense of self. Values describe the traits you prioritize in yourself and um, and others. 
So mine kind of made me sound like a bit of a freak. Oh, yeah, do do share. <laughs> do you have yours as well? Yep. Ready oh, to so go. yours is already better. Your first <laughs> one is already better. Her first is friendship, and mine is ambition. Is one of yours competitiveness? <laughs> no, but oh, almost. Surprise, surprise. One of mine is success. <laughs> okay. Yep. Boring, huh? Um, no. Um, okay. So number one, ambition. Number yep. two, health. I lived up to that. I mean, I was in the fitness industry for a long time. You still are. Oh, yeah. Still in the industry. freak. Sorry, this is not an announcement that she's giving up group fitness. You're still in the fitness industry now. Sorry, I forgot. Uh, three, authenticity. Oh, yeah. Have you got that? Have you got that? Yeah, mine's better. Four. Yeah, that is a good one. Success. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, read it out. No, five. Do you know what? That's Why funny. Why am I laughing? <laughs> I think it's really important. <laughs> no, but it's because of my upbringing. Yeah. Five, financial stability. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is really important. But you know what? We've what? been through this. I think Greg would have that in there as well. Financial stability. Because it matters to me to be financially stable because for my whole childhood I wasn't. Yeah, and this is what's kind of interesting, right, is that uh, so th- so those values are a part of, of your identity. Mm-hmm. And identity also is formed uh, sort of a little bit with the environment, particularly when you're younger. So if you have that, if you have a sense of there not being enough money therefore not being enough resources, that's going to start to be quite an important part of who you are is ensuring that you have that. Yeah, for sure. Right? So That um, was a huge life goal. Yeah, I don't think... Okay, what are yours? Your turn. So again, Let's turn the tables. ambition. Yes. Health. Yes. Authenticity, success, and financial stability. <laughs> okay, so mine are... Um, I also have health, which was kind of interesting because I didn't realise actually how important that was to me. Even though I've been in fitness for a long time. So friendship, health. Friendship, health, uh, equality. That was in my ones that I, out of the 10 that I picked. Yes, I, you are a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody matters to me. It matters. Well, because it gives you your sort of top ones, right? Yes. Um, Passion. Meaningful work. Um, wait, passion and what? Meaningful work. Mm. So meaningful work is positive impact on other people's lives. Um, yeah. So. When you saw your list, did you think, "Yep, that's me"? Um, I and you know, um, when you do this, if you do this quiz, you have to select values, and then it kind of gives you, but which value is more important out of these two? Which what, is hard. That's yeah, hard. Really hard because yeah. you kind of like. But they're kind of the same. Yeah, they like, both really matter to me. Yeah, they yeah. both really matter. What <clears throat> kind of surprised me a little bit actually was how important friendship was to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I know, <laughs> but this, I don't know if this is a little bit sad. I'm just going to say anyway, don't judge me. But I didn't choose family. I don't think that's sad. I think a lot of people are in that boat. Which got me thinking about why that was. Was family right? even in there? Family was in there. <laughs> okay. Looks like you didn't choose it either. Um, but it got me thinking that um, I was someone who was very, very lucky in that my best friend I've had since I was four, and she really was um, 
sort of sometimes everything my family wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, um, I feel a little bit emotional talking about this, but I think that for that reason, I've always really valued my girlfriends because they've been such a reliable and positive and important part of my life. And I didn't really probably realize that until doing this. And I was like, actually, my friendships are so important to me. There are not many of them, but if you're in the inner circle, know that you're valuable. I'd just like to say, I think I am. (laughs) 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 I think I think I might be in that in that circle. I, I hope anyway. But I think um, I've I'll actually I think I've actually said to you many times that you're in the inner circle. Yeah, I'm just so fishing, sorry. Fishing for compliments. <laughs> so the reason why it's quite helpful to figure out your values is um it allows you to live in line with that. Mm. So there's an alignment there between um, you know, kind of what's important to you and what your Uh, day-to-day is kind of all about. Number five, right. Do my choices reflect my own interests or someone else's? So if you're a little bit confused on this one, a really good way to understand and answer that question is to ask yourself, would you make the same choices if you were alone? Decisions mostly grounded in your desires and goals for yourself reflect a strong sense of self. I think I would. Would you? Um... Or it's a tricky one because... By alone, do they mean, like, not with your husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, um, I guess, other kind of, you People know? People around you? Yeah. Um, I oh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a, a big part of my life has been working around, um, you know, kind of my husband's job and having kids. Mm. So that's a little bit of a tricky one to answer. To think... If you didn't have them? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Wait, what are yours, though? Friendship wouldn't change. Health? No, my choices. Do my choices reflect my own interests or someone else's? These choices here? No, they're your values. Oh, I missed the mark. Do my choices. Do my choices. Like, so, for example, what you do... Um, in terms of your career, maybe, or where oh, you live, that's, or that's too hard. That's hard because, of course, you're going to base your choices around your family and what's around you. It is tricky, eh? That's a tricky one. Like if I was single and didn't have kids, you know, my life would probably look quite different of than course. what it does now. So that's quite a that's, that's quite a, a tricky given. one to yeah. answer. But I guess it's to like what degree. To what degree are your choices mm. based on fitting in with other people and making it work for other people? And to what degree is that aligned with what you really want? Right. So, tough one to answer for sure. Confronting one a bit, mm. do you think? Shall we move on? <laughs> Discuss a little bit on why having a strong sense of identity is important. Sure. So why bother? You know, like, why bother checking out your values and asking yourself those questions? Well, the ultimate goal for individuals is to to develop and nurture those choices that are consistent with their true self. To deny the true self is to deny the best within us. To find more happiness in life means to live in harmony with one's true self. Do you feel like you're living in harmony with your true self? Who, me? Yeah. I think so. I think it was today I was thinking, 
like I just caught up with Serena for coffee. Oh yeah. And then I went to work and I was like, and I've got a and like even while I was getting ready at the gym, I was chatting to like, you know, other instructors, like friends and stuff, and I was like, I've got it pretty good. Like mm-hmm. I you know, like I get to see lots of people that I really like seeing and hang out with them and I get mm. to do this. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I think I, overall I'm around some good people. What yeah. about you? Um, well, no, just just on you. What I, what I have noticed is that this transition for you moving from personal training, which I would have said you really, really loved, mm. into quite a different industry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quite different. Very different. Um. You yes, you are a happy person because actually you are re- you seem to be really enjoying it, and it's kind of it seems to be quite aligned with uh, what you like and what's important to you, and you know, like well done, yes. <laughs> you are Thanks. quite happy. But I remember when I transitioned from construction to fitness, I was quite happy too. Yeah, you know. Okay. This is good because that builds evidence for you that change is good. Yeah, which I used to struggle with. Yeah, there you go. I actually think I like it now. You like change? Yeah, I think I enjoy it. Yeah, that's cool. And when we first started this podcast, I remember saying I really don't like it. So I've grown with you people. Yeah. Well, it's been, what, two and a half years? Yeah. Two and a half years. That is, uh, that's pretty cool. Having a solid sense of self is essential to your overall well-being, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Lacking a strong sense of self can make it hard to know what you want, creating feelings of uncertainty or indecisiveness for important decisions. As a result, you might feel that you are drifting through life carried by other people and circumstances rather than momentum. Do you feel like you've got a strong sense of self? I've really been avoiding answering this question. I know. I? Um, <laughs> do you I, want us to not talk about you just for today? Because we can if you, if you want um, to. That, that's okay. I don't think I was prepared to probably <laughs> reflect on myself as much as we are Jess, doing. this is what we do every podcast. We literally talk about the two of us. Yeah, you know, like, okay. <laughs> so in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no, right? Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know, like... I don't know. I don't know. She's juggling balls right now. I don't know. You can't see her, but she's juggling. (laughs) Um, A lot of juggling. I think that I am still figuring that out. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. So in some ways, I have a strong sense of identity and who I am. And in other ways, because the thing is that I, uh, you know, became a mum at 25. Yeah. And met Greg at 23. And in meeting Greg, our life together has been largely based on where he needs to be for his work. Yeah. And then we had kids, and so my kind of identity then was on sort of, um, you know, raising these kids and being where he needed to be. Yeah, yeah. And I have um, really tried hard to kind of forge my own sense of identity and, um, you know, where I kind of fit. And I guess group fitness for me became that way of finding, you know, who I am. But I really, you know, 
before I met Greg, I studied psychology and it was something that I absolutely loved mm. and really thought that that was kind of quite a clear pathway of where I was going. And it feels like that's been on pause for yeah. a long time. And so in that way, I kind of feel like like that question around if it was just you, would you make the choices that you have? Well, I wouldn't have got into group fitness probably, um, you know, possibly not, unless sure, yeah. unless I happened to come across it, I guess. But, <clears throat> you know, I wouldn't have lived in these different places and um, I wouldn't have probably put off study for as long as I have. So in some ways, yes, I have a strong sense of who I am. And in others, I think I've been part of a family unit where, um, you know, sort of the 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 job of my husband has had a big impact yeah. on on but who I am. What, but what are you doing now though? Like you're studying psychology and you're moving to um music. You know, like you are yeah. and I think as an individual, like yes, you would have put things on hold, but I think you've always known well, since I've known you anyway, you've known what your strengths are and who you are. Mm. Like you've never, you've never, I've never thought that you've tried to be someone else or tried mm. to copy other people. You've always been very yourself mm. and you're yeah. so authentic and you're quirky, which is why we connected. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, like I don't think um, your people's jobs defines their identity, mm. you know? Mm. Just because you might not be doing full-time what, um, I guess, maybe you would have been doing had you not been with your family mm. doesn't mean that you don't have self-identity. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And I would say that I'm probably someone who places a lot of what my identity is based on what I'm doing yeah. work-wise at the time. Which is fair enough too, though. Like, every, I think everybody would do that. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because my first experience of of work yeah. a, as an adult was modelling, Yeah, which, you know, took me to a different place. So I lived my job. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I kind of, yeah, I wonder, yeah, that's a <laughs> chat for another day, I guess. But um, <clears throat> yes, no, I wasn't expecting to talk about myself today. I just, I can't believe you weren't. Like, I just can't believe you weren't. I don't know. I just didn't really think about it. <laughs> but you do all of this extensive research. And while you were putting it together, were you thinking, yeah, so Nat will answer this. Yes. Nat will answer this. Yes. Oh Let's help out Nat because. Um, she is lost. You know, some of my values, <laughs> uh, meaningful work and friendship. So. Hey, yeah, that's. I thought. Let's make it about Nat and <laughs> let's help her to no so, longer feel so lost. So Looks like helped me. I'm the one who's lost. That's <laughs> absolutely fine. No. <laughs> I'm not absolutely fine. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm definitely not. Like I'm yeah. still, just because I'm doing something that means that I'm putting my organisation skills to to um, at play doesn't mean that I want to do this for the rest of my life like mm. and I'm like yeah I'm gonna do I'm gonna it's like you know when people become like a doctor and they're like yeah I know this is my calling I'm mm. gonna be a doctor for the rest of my life mm. I think I've got I don't want to stay where I am I think I've got and I don't know what my life is gonna look like but I want to go like m bigger places like I want to go I don't mean like physical places mm. do you know what I mean but like I feel like there's more there's more out there for me 
ambition, success, oh, couple of your values. <laughs> so that like makes I, sense. But, it, but then it, it means that I keep on searching because mm. I keep on going, oh, could this, like, but I don't know what it looks like and I like to know what, the, like, what is going to happen in my life. So that, I guess, brings on anxiety. <laughs> mm. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Mm. But it sounds like that's changing. I'm trying to make you feel better. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Just feel like I've been a little bit kind of uh, at a loss for answers today, but that's that's okay. Well, yeah. I, I haven't been in the real world for like two weeks. I think that doesn't help. No, it doesn't, honestly. No. If you, like, if you asked me about, you know, kind of sex in the city, I'd have so much <laughs> chat right now. Do you know, I'm one of those people that when I watch, like, a TV series, I get, like, engrossed in it, and mm-hmm. I have to, and that's something that Essie says is, like, because I don't like to start series if I, because then otherwise I just want to finish it. Like, I mm. just want to, like, sit there for 15 <laughs> hours and finish it because I'm so really? engrossed. Wow. Yeah, and Essie's, like, it's, I don't know if it's a good thing that you're like literally like live these people's lives. Like you're mm. literally like so deep in it that you live it. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know, there must be a good skill out there somewhere for this. Uh, like commitment. Must- High commitment. Oh my God. I, I, I struggle with staying. Commitment. Yeah, well, just staying, um, staying watching a show. Do you? A series. You just told us you, you've watched six seasons of Six of the City. That's, that does not that's match. exception to the norm, though. But, like, I have I have quite a number of kind of, like, started lost interest, started yeah, lost see, interest. For me, I'll, oh, no, I've got a few like that, but I, I only want to start something if I know I'm going to like it because then I just want to finish it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, I'll give it a whirl, and if I'm not into it, then I won't finish it. Yeah, see, I won't do that quite as easily. But I do stop. Like, if you look at my Netflix, you'll see lots of, like, half-watched shows. Okay, that makes me feel Anyway, let's bloody move on, because this is... Enough Netflix (laughs) chat. But seriously, that's the world that I've been living in, is... Yeah, which is fair enough. You feel lost, sis. (sighs) That's why you did a podcast on feeling lost, thinking that it was about me. (laughs) But really, it was about you. Maybe the timing of it, like having a couple of weeks off sick and then doing a podcast about identity is not the best decision. I agree. Should we wrap up? Yeah. Okay, see you next time, everybody. Bye. 